Recording live from Brooklyn, New York, it's The Paper Year, a podcast about our first year of marriage. I'm Evan Kaufman, husband. I'm Caitlin Keen, wife. And we are married. And not used to talking over our actual theme song. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I played the theme song as we talked. It was disarming. It was a little disconcerting <laughs> to yeah, you, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Hattie. Hi. Happy Thursday. Thank you. You too. It's almost been a month. We're really bad podcasters. Yeah, we've been kind of bad lately, but we're rounding into the home stretch I here. I know. Mm-hmm. The final two. That's right. Yeah. But this is an exciting one for sure. For us, yeah. And for our listeners. Yeah. Because it's one, it's great to be back. Yes. It's just great to be back anywhere, really. <laughs> Wait, what? It's great to be back podcasting. Oh, but great to be back anywhere. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I enjoy uh, returning to many things. So you re- enjoy leaving and then returning. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I hate to see you leave, but I love to watch you return. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that one. It's not a very popular pickup line or mm-hmm. phrase. Or t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. But honey, it is good to be back. Yeah. It's fun. And we have two great guests for tonight. We do. And this is exciting too, because as we have kind of wound down our paper year and are truly moving into... Uh, what will soon be... Well, we're well into our cotton year at this That's point. That's true, yeah. <laughs> um, we have two guests who are uh, going to be getting married very soon. Yes, they're going to be embarking on their own paper year. And we'll have to, by law, take over this podcast for us. <laughs> uh, I hope they're okay with that. <laughs> yeah. We're going to leave it on their doorstep. Yeah, it's sword in the stone stuff. Like, it's chosen them. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We'll leave it at a fire station. <laughs> And then they'll have to adopt the podcast. Podcast safe haven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So uh, they're joining us via Skype. Let's kick it over to our guests. We're so excited. Hello. So I'm going to introduce you to your first guest. She is a brilliant and wonderful person. She's my favorite person in the world. Uh, She is the editorial director of Book of the Month Club. And she's also a very talented writer, although she underplays that. Uh, she's very funny and widely beloved, and she's the creator of Slaughterhouse 90210, the blog, which became Slaughterhouse 90210, the book. Uh, it is my pleasure to introduce you to podcast guest Maris Kreisman. And now I will introduce my favorite person in the world who just introduced me. So thank you, Josh. You're welcome. Um, this man has uh, <laughs> has tonight wrangled a pug in a way that you should. I mean, um, it's a shame that it's this is audio because it was really <laughs> lovely to see. Um, he's a writer for Last Week Tonight. He has appeared on Conan and at Midnight, and is at the Cellar all the time now in New York City. And he is the funniest man I know, but also the kindest. And I think um, everybody on Twitter knows about his pep talks. And I am so lucky that I get the most personalized late night ones. This is Josh Gondelman. Wow. Guys. Those intros were killer. Very well done. I almost Uh, started clapping after the first one. I was like, woo, yeah, bring her out. I don't know how to introduce things other than the way Comedy. you would do it at a stand-up. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, say Maris's name last, which is like you never do that when you're introducing exactly, people. Exactly, yeah. Honestly, I think it, that's how it should be. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. I think when you introduce your significant other, you just list their credits. It's just a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, you would people. be terrible at that because you never know what I do for a living. This is true. Um, I Well, no, I, I figured it out now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You are a senior copywriter for a big uh, media conglomerate. <laughs> kind of trailed off at no, the end there, but that, that was stronger than most of your bids. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a job someone has in a movie where the writer of the movie didn't want to learn what people do at real jobs. 100%. That's every rom-com. And, yeah. And what are they doing? They're filing something all day. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm doing. Me- Meg Ryan always worked for a major conglomerate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh and Maris, like, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Yeah, we're really excited to have you guys. We're so happy to be here. And yeah. also, like, pug wrangling, just as part of an intro, like, be still my heart. <laughs> yeah. So we have a little pug, and she, like, has since, she hates when we talk on the phone. And so she's, like, across the room, just, like, staring from behind <laughs> the counter, just, Aww. like, leering. I think she's so upset that you found a loophole. She's like, 
they know how I feel about the phone, but this is this isn't a, quite a phone. Right. We I don't right. mind when they're on their computers, but this com- combining of the phone, <laughs> yeah, using the computer no, as a phone. She's okay with computers. I think she just doesn't like when we're talking and she can't figure out. Well, we're not talking to her, basically. <laughs> and if we were talking to her, we'd most likely be singing. Yeah, we sing to her a lot. Oh, I love it. Uh, does she have her own like theme song or anything like that? There's too many. Yeah. <laughs> What's the new, what are the new ones, Mayor? The new ones. I mean, I, I'm going to stick with the oldies, but goodies. Okay. <laughs> like uh, Tried and true classics. <laughs> It's busy to pug around, to pug around, and poop on the ground. It's busy. That's true. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, exactly. Um, Have you guys thought about potentially releasing, not even an album, but just like an EP? Of course. Yeah, yeah, it's come up. It certainly has come up. Ev, that's going to come at the end with the plugs. They're going to plug their album. Yeah. That's right. Busy. Um, <laughs> um and also, I mean, busy just also lends itself so well to any sort of Bismarcky pun yeah. that you would ever want Indeed. to do. Well, that's part of how she got her name is that when she we didn't know at the time exactly what the root of it was. But like when we got her and it happens that when she travels in a car, she just stresses out really hard. And it sounds like she's beatboxing. <laughs> <laughs> Pugs do often sound like they are beatboxing or have run up a flight of stairs. Yeah. Yep. Um, they they sound they sound like what the the fat boys the raptor yeah. From- <laughs> <laughs> yeah man what when will that make a comeback <laughs> I'm amazed that there aren't more acapella groups using that to their advantage well you haven't been to a college campus in a while you don't know that that's true it could be all fat yeah. boys all the time that would be incredible you just show up and it's all fat boys and stuff. <laughs> Sweeping the nation. Hi, we're the Akatones, and we're about to go into a full 30-minute Fat Boys medley. <laughs> that would be truly amazing. Pitch Perfect 4, Fat Boys medley. Um, so, guys, we, we, ask, we, we ask a lot of, like, softball relationship questions. Um, hey, give us some credit. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's just start off with the, the tastiest one. Well, uh, let me ask this first, actually. Um, is, when is your wedding? Oh, yeah. It's on May 26th. Oh so gosh. we're getting down to the wire. So soon. Yeah. yeah. It's the Friday leading into Memorial Day weekend because oh. we want to make it easy on our friends. I, I have limited weekends off from my job. So it was immediately like cut down to a certain number of weeks a year mm. uh, that it could possibly ever, at all be. And then um, we... Uh, decide to have it the Friday night of that weekend. Just like friends in the city can come and then leave town afterwards and we're not eating up people's whole weekend. But also it like dissuades relatives that like live far away that I haven't seen since my bar mitzvah from coming. (laughs) You guys are very considerate uh, bride and groom. Yeah, that's very nice. Because sometimes people will just schedule these things on like terrible terrible times I yeah feel like. and like it high travel weekends and so like the travel and is really expensive it's supposed whatever. to be an honor for you yeah to come out on like new right. Well, right. i mean we're asking people probably who are from out of town to give up their work day on friday so no you guys that's, are a great excuse to start the yeah, long weekend early awesome. yeah. thank you yeah that's yeah, what yeah. that's how we're trying to frame it <laughs> that's like the self-serving way we're framing it as someone in advertising i think that's great that's a good frame <laughs> especially you were saying that's kind of like in publishing that's like towards the beginning of summer friday so like people get half day oh, people in new york will be taking half yes. days that anyway actually is probably yeah. the first summer friday actually yeah. so yeah, that's again a great way to kick that off Mm-hmm. How are you guys feeling yeah. right now? I know. Thank you for squeezing us in. I'm sure you have oh, a lot going on. Uh, how are we feeling about the wedding? Yeah. Are you kind of like, we remember there being kind of a period where we, we did like a bunch of stuff all at once. And then we kind of sat around like, yeah. should we be doing something? What should we be yeah. doing? And then it ramped right back up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're about to ramp, ramp up. up. Yeah. We we ignored it for a while under the under the like philosophy of like we could stress out for a year or we could just like make a few big decisions and then ignore everything for seven months and then stress out for the last two. That's exactly we what we did. Our venue and our caterer and all of that crap settled last summer, and so now we're looking back and thinking like, oh, we actually now have to go to the venue and take a look around. And, and we actually had like a really like. 
a lovely coincidence where like someone who we were thinking about who to ask to just DJ and we have very simple DJ requests because we have a playlist that we would request them not to deviate from. Yeah, it's just busy, want... right? Just busy. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Just, <laughs> bad boys medley. Um, just a Spotify list. Yeah, and then you know, turning the music off and on and make sure the levels are right. And like, there's a sound system already at the venue. So we found somebody who's in our, we were like, who should we ask? Like, we don't want to spend like a zillion dollars on a wedding DJ to, who doesn't do much. And then someone we know was like, oh, I lost this regular DJ game. Do you know of anything? And we were oh like, yes. Event. As a matter of fact, we do. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's the DJ feels like such an interesting, uh antiquated kind of thing now in a way yeah i'm sure well, all djs appreciate you saying that <laughs> i should, well i want to shout out um our wedding planner when she she was concerned that we weren't going to have like a real professional dj to get the party going and so she recommended a guy named um dj gaza Ooh. which um it's like a very political statement for a jewish, jewish wedding, wedding to have <laughs> I mean, like of all the things people would fight about at our wedding, I don't want the DJ's name to be one of them. That seems to be just like kicking stuff off in a very confrontational manner. Yeah. In a surprisingly confrontational manner. <laughs> She's like, you've got, we've got DJ Gaza, we've got DJ Zionism. Yeah. And then uh, that's the ones in the twos, right? The ones are <laughs> DJ Gaza, yeah. the twos are DJ Zionism. I I also and, picture them having like a lot of stings in between songs where it's like DJ, <laughs> like just to so remind you. For some reason, he's doing drops like he's on yeah. Hot Night 7. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Inter talking through five uh, minutes of the six minute song. Billy Joel! DJ Gaza! So, yeah, so that, but we found somebody, and so it feels like things are falling into place a little we, bit more yeah that's awesome uh the funny thing about i feel like the month before um or like i guess you guys are probably uh, like two months a little under yeah. two months uh i started listing like arts and crafts projects and i was like never thought i'd do so many arts and crafts in my whole life oh no like what like, like weird thing. I, <laughs> don't I mean, don't put any pressure on. No, them. no, you didn't. I, I I set the bar too high with arts and crafts, but just like little things. Like my mom was like, table numbers. We don't have any table numbers, and I'm like, oh no. Like, what do you do? It was a lot of trips to Mar Michaels. Oh yeah. I don't know if you can tell, but uh, my mother-in-law is from Boston. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds my future mother-in-law too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she sounds like the mom of everyone I went to high school with. Oh, Josh, where are you from? I grew up in Stoneham. Oh, okay. Nice yeah. Stoneham. I grew up in West Roxbury. Oh, right yeah. on. Yeah. Maris, where are you from? I'm from Ocean Township, New Jersey, I'm which is right from... in Asbury Park. Yes. My dad grew up in Deal, New Jersey. I'm very familiar. I wonder if my dad knows your dad. <laughs> that would be worth we'll asking. Later. Yeah. I'm from nowhere <laughs> No relevant. one asked. <laughs> Nobody cares where I'm from. No, you're from Connecticut, and yeah. we still like you. Well, let's be honest. Still nobody cares. Um, <laughs> so you guys are kind of entering this, like, home stretch here. Are there things that you're nervous about or worried about? Like, minor detail things that, like, I just never... I don't have opinions about a lot of things that brides are supposed to have opinions about, and mm -hmm. I think that's messing me up. Like... I don't care what the lighting is as long as people can see, you know, yeah, like we've been, we met with the caterer who's kind of, who's also doing like day of logistics stuff. And they were, everyone we talked to is like aghast at kind of like the low level of care we have about <laughs> we, as long as the people we love are there and, and the there's good music good. and our friend is officiating. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I like don't. Yeah, like no attachment to anything other than like creating a nice time for the people that are there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's I mean, that is it's amazing how many people say they care about that. And then you show up and you're like, oh, this is not about a nice time. This was about so many other different weird things. No, if 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 anything, if we fail to create a nice time, it's not because we're like, well, uh, 
my mother demands to enter in a uh, down on a spiral staircase. So we need to spiral. It's like if if anything, it's because we did not try at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Caitlin, that Spotify playlist. We did. Great. We made yeah. the Spotify playlist like the week we got engaged, and then we posted we so for like on a the straight ball. year. <laughs> that's all that's important, really. It was within a month, right? Like because yes. we were driving up to to Northampton last year, like very soon after we got engaged. And that was, um, we did it on the way up. I feel like you could do a, like a, a 17 magazine quiz on like what type of person you are, where <laughs> when you get engaged, what the first thing you think first of doing you know. is. And I yeah. think like a playlist yeah. is a great indication that you're going to have like a fun party, like <laughs> good time. We worked on, or I worked on our like cocktail hour playlist because yeah. we had a band. So the band, we kind of like, you know, again, I kind of, naively put together this very detailed song list oh for yeah the band. they left you right out of and town. the band was like no 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 no. we are gonna play bruno mars and that's it yeah um, <laughs> for three hours yeah uh, all the aunts were like i love him a hundred percent yeah um but i put together like a super detailed spotify list for the cocktail hour which then i i missed the whole cocktail hour because oh, we yeah. were getting our photos taken um, but it was uh, very funny to come in and you know hear like the last few snippets of songs and be like, mm-hmm. well, there were certain things where uh, I very much relate to you. I was, I think Loki is probably an understatement. What was your nickname? You had oh, a nickname for my yourself. Mom hates when we talk about this. This is like her mom was you know kind of a little bit more into it. I no, would say. my mom was psyched. I'm the oldest in the family, so it was the first wedding that she was involved with. And- oh, that's. Yeah. Yeah. But the year before my cousin, like almost to the weekend, got married and we're at the wedding and Evan and I had just gotten engaged. So everyone's like congratulating us. And in the middle of the wedding, um, <laughs> they had a big fireworks show, a yeah. surprise wow. fireworks show. <laughs> <laughs> so like literally Katy Perry's firework is playing. <laughs> And then they're like, and then the show went off. And so my whole family and we're like very much in Boston family we're all outside and my aunts all start heckling me speaking of heckling and they're like yeah katie gonna get fireworks at your wedding yeah right like just give me all this shit yeah you're just gonna have some like candles (laughs) you'll be lucky if you even get those ones with the batteries like you can't even light the candles (laughs) exactly but um so i like jokingly was like oh no i'm gonna be the the garbage bride and then like i jokingly started calling myself that through the process but i eventually had to stop because it made my mom so sad where she's like you're not a garbage bride this is going to be a beautiful wedding (laughs) but yeah yeah that encapsulates like my sentiment but it sounds like you guys are experiencing that because all these people who work in like the wedding industry oh yeah we're making them scared yeah anxious like i remember the first time that we met with the caterers and they were like asking us all these questions. And I said, I'm sure everyone says this, but we just, we're not like, we don't want to stress out about it. Our priorities are to take it easy and just to have a, a enjoyable evening and make sure the food's good and the music's good and that the people we love have a good time. And I'm sure that's like what everybody says and then it gets out of control. And she goes, she like her face goes white and she goes, nobody says that. <laughs> I remember, hi, do you remember we went and met with the people uh, at the venue and there was that one meeting we had and it was at like a conference table. Oh, yeah. It was they, the size of a football field. Yeah, they brought us into like the room. The room and they start going through all the details and like my eyes are glazing over and Evan just starts like randomly interjecting with non-serious remarks yeah. and he almost got executed yes. <laughs> like i either my mom or them were just gonna like throw him out of the room they are not interested in little doses of um gentle <laughs> humor to uh, alleviate the uh the seriousness yeah of the situation. i remember we had a very serious conversation about uh signature cocktails mm-hmm. oh we already know oh what's yeah. yours <laughs> Is it oh, a Manhattan? Yeah, it it's is. Oh, nice. My friends had one of those at their wedding and it was very dangerous. <laughs> I had a lot of the signature cocktail. <laughs> we, but it was, it, our last meeting was a lot of like the, the very nice and super competent and thorough 
women that we're working with being like asking, peppering us with questions and us being like, I don't know. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. (laughs) Whatever people usually do. Yeah. It's like, yeah, what's your florist number? And we're like, there's not going to be flowers. And it's like, no flowers. It's like, yeah, man, we already told you that. And you're, I get that. It's so surprising that you're surprised again, even though you already knew it, but no flowers. I'm not holding a bouquet. I'm just going to walk down that aisle unencumbered. <laughs> Are you just like enjoying those moments before you say things like that? Because you must yeah. know you're yeah. going to get that reaction. That's yeah. pretty- <laughs> it's really funny where they're like, but what about the centerpieces? It's like, I don't care. Maybe what, a candle. What have you ever remembered what a centerpiece was? <laughs> it is crazy. I feel the, like- this sounds like a like a very gentle prank show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's just slightly subverting uh, wedding planners expectations. But to me, it feels like what we're doing, except for the fact that we're having a friend and we've been saying like in the Jewish tradition, but Mm -hmm. it's not like she's not a religious official performing the wedding. Like that's the only part that to me feels like wildly non-traditional. Like I think if I were at a wedding and there were no flowers, I would not notice. And someone would have to be like, there's no flowers. And I'd be like, oh yeah, that's weird. Centerpieces <laughs> are for people's aunts. Like they're the ones who notice and they're the ones who take them home at night. Like yeah. when the yeah. ceremony's over. That's true. Well guys, I also want to ask this. <laughs> um, you guys can't see Evan, but he raised his finger as if uh, <laughs> A, a college professor or something? I, I, I prefer to think of it like I am uh, in the press corps. Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah. yeah, that is what it was, actually, yeah. Um, how did you guys meet? Jeez. Radio silence. <laughs> We've never met. <laughs> we, we don't know each other. Um, Josh came to a party that I was throwing um, at Housing Works Bookstore. The after party was at um, Botanica. Um and it just so happened that the week before. Yeah, the week before we had had like a Twitter interaction where she had favorited a tweet and then I DM'd her to be like, hey, thanks for liking that dumb tweet. And that was like basically, and she she had replied briefly. And that was like the whole thing, right? It was yeah. like a w- back and forth once. Yeah. And then a mutual friend was like, come to Maris's party. It's crazy that you two don't know each other in person. And so we went, I went to the party and we just, we started dating like, Two days later. Yeah. Wow. wow. Very modern relationship starts on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but wow. it was nice. We like met in person before we are. So it wasn't like a Twitter arrangement. Yes. Right. <laughs> so it wasn't we, a blind date. Yeah. So we met or yeah. So we met in person before we like planned to hang out, which was nice. Were you guys help- like admirers of each other's tweets? I mean, yes. your favorite yeah. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So many faves, so many hearts. <laughs> well, it was stars back then. I don't mean to oh, date my. Oh, yeah, good. Thank Been you together for the point of time. reference. <laughs> we went from stars to hearts. We're gonna go all the way through the lucky charms. <laughs> I, I knew your mother back when it was fave star. <laughs> uh, do you remember the tweet that you favorited? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, Romantic. Because like, this is this is very silly, but I posted, um, you know, like a month ago um, that Twitter has been an especially sucky place recently, mm-hmm. but I can never be mad at it for too long. And this is why. And I pull out the DM um, and it's I forget what the tweet. Was. I looked up the tweet afterwards. It was. Um, oh, shoot. I think it's something. I think it's it was definitely about the book Portnoy's Complaint by Philip Roth. And I think it was like... like How all great romances sure, start. Yeah. But it was like something very simple, like, I'm offended by how often people assume I really love Portnoy's Complaint. <laughs> something like that. Because it's like, if, people, if listeners don't know, it's like a book that's like largely about jerking off. <laughs> like, yes. More than any book I've ever read. It's like, and then I jerked off. Yeah. <laughs> By a very famous Jewish author. Yes. So there's, there's like... Also a... good at metaphorically jerking off. <laughs> yes, that's true. Roth is the ultimate Hold on. jerk I'm, off author. I'm, I'm playing out this whole scenario because I think it's so funny that you tweeted it, you favorited it, and then Josh, you were like... Thank you for recognizing that I don't masturbate, or I don't. People assume I masturbate a lot. So much masturbating. It's like 
<laughs> it's like in, like when someone rec- when someone is like, you would love this book. I'm like, what the fuck do you think I am? <laughs> I get so mad, even though it's like a very sensible thing to recommend. Sure. Classic novel. Yeah. Just happens to be about constantly jerking off. Although all the Philip yeah. Roth books are kind of like that, where it's like, hey, have you read this Philip Roth book? It's about Nazis taking over America. You know, like, like they all have bizarre subject matter. Yeah. That could <laughs> right. potentially not incriminate a, you as a person. It's not right. I think you would love it. It's about Nazis taking over America. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right up your alley. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, um, I remember not to go off on a Philip Roth tangent. I but already think we are. There's a Philip Roth <laughs> book where it's like about an author who thinks he may or may not have found Anne Frank. Like if Anne Frank was alive. Does this sound familiar to anyone? Are you having a fever dream? No, this is a real book I read. I don't know this one. <laughs> I read the Nathan Englander one that was like kind of like that. And I guess that must be why. He must have purposely been going off of what Philip Roth did. And I remember the Neutral Milk Hotel's aeroplane well, of over course. the Well, of course. There but, you go. But that's, I was, that was already in my brain because the first person that I know who got married from college got married the week I graduated and her wedding song was an airplane over the sea and I was like (laughs) I was like oh you can just do that it doesn't have to be fucking Brian Adams (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a cool that's a cool person yeah it was very cool do do you guys have a wedding song yeah did you guys panic over your wedding song at all I don't think we have one (laughs) I want to be there when you tell the planners these things. Like, I just want to see their faces. Well, we're not doing a first dance. Yeah. But we but we have, like, a first dance song in mind, like, to get everybody out on the floor. But, like, that's like a hype dance. That's a hype not dance. Like a this isn't like yeah, a... Yeah. That's Method Man and Red Man. Uh, <laughs> tear the roof off. Tear the roof off. There it is. I was just about to say, you know, the song every high school basketball team enters to. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh the rock wilder that's it <laughs> I, knew they, um, I, could, I knew i could count on you guys for both uh philip roth novels and method man <laughs> red man that's, deep cuts that's our our brand yeah. i'm currently wearing a t-shirt oh it's so good so good so good it's the best um <laughs> can i ask so you guys are both um you know very active online and people are aware of your relationship is it is that true? See, yeah. I, I, I am now, despite working in social media, I am out of the loop. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you do it all day. It'd be like if a coal miner came home and constantly was... Wanted to mine- digging up coal. Yeah, digging up coal at home. In the mm-hmm. backyard. Um, is it, uh, how, what is it like to kind of be a couple on the internet? Oh, okay. I like it very much. I like being, I mean... I like being associated with Maris, but partly because I like Maris very much, and partly also because it's like nice to. It's. I feel like there are guys who like are in relationships, and it feels like their social media presence is like in spite of their relationship, or or like sneaking around on the internet, but even yeah. if you're not doing anything like wrong you it's know like, what I mean? i'm in a relationship but these jokes i have about tinder are right. too good <laughs> right right exactly and so and that i think that even goes along with to comedy sets oh, like totally comedians who are in really great relationships but it just doesn't work in there yeah it's and so i like like reflecting that in the things people see and know about me and i think it's like i obviously there are things that i don't make public about our life uh, or, you know, personally about things about me, but it's, I, it feels nice when people get you right. That's like a thing I really enjoy. So yeah. it's like, I like when people know me as like a person who's really enthusiastic about his fiance and like his relationship with her and like her professional life and successes and uh, personal triumphs. I like that too. <laughs> I think that's why you guys are uh, such a successful internet power couple. couple. Yeah, power couple. <laughs> Thank you. Because mm-hmm. we, we, I know I, there was some Twitter interaction recently where uh, somebody, I think it was 
some comedian was like telling you guys to get a room. And I think, Oh, it's Christian yeah. Finnegan. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And, uh, You're I mean, tweeting jo- about Mike Pence as, as you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As you do now on Twitter <laughs> from stars to hearts to Pence. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Josh, you said something to the effect of like, we live in New York. Like all we have is a room. Yeah, our entire apartment is <laughs> basically a room. A room. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so great. Um, but that, that's yeah, that's so funny. It's it's just interesting too. Do you do you think you will get um, internet? Well, like, will there be internet coverage of your wedding? Do you think? Well, we we decided that there won't be a hashtag, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, so um, I think we're gonna really have to leave it up to our guests. Yeah, uh, I don't. I mean. Uh, I think there will be some tweets. I think probably there will be some Instagrams. Some firegrams, some fire tweets. Again, I can't wait to watch your wedding guests go, I know it's inappropriate to ask like the bride and groom this on. They they seem busy, but I need to know the hashtag. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What do I put in this photo? Have you guys played around with any potential hashtags just as jokes? You guys should do like a fake terrible pun one. I've thought about it, but like oh. our our names don't combine well. No, like our especially our last names. There's yeah, too much going just, on. There were just too Jewish. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, polka dots and plaid. I do not recommend that as a hashtag. By the way, hashtag polka too Jewish. I actually almost that was one I was thinking of the other day. Like too Jewish to combine names. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> DJ Gaza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, don't check these hashtags. It was funny to check our wedding hashtag. That's always a, a very eye opening experience when you, yeah. you're like, I have my, I have the best wedding. No one has this. And then you check and there's just hundreds of other people in tuxedos. Yeah, different wedding. Oh, no one has ours because it was, it was not interesting. It was CK EK wedding day. I think there were some people oh, who had ours. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, maybe now, but yeah, it wasn't like a fun hunt. We were like, gonna do cough man and wife and that one yeah. was definitely taken yeah which There's is so open to both of you yeah that are like little puns where it'll be like ben and deb getting wed <laughs> <laughs> oh man i want to be invited to that wedding sounds really fun yeah i mean <laughs> you guys could just do like hashtag <laughs> mr and mrs busy oh mr and mrs busy's good that's good yeah yeah, but then people make weird getting busy jokes. Yeah, that's true. that's true, guys. We don't want to live in that world. <laughs> that's, have you ever? This might be like a total dumb tangent. There's like, have you ever seen the SNL sketch with Nicolas Cage where he's the guy just shooting down baby names? Yes, I love oh, that <laughs> sketch and think about it once a day. Yeah, I think about it constantly. It's so funny. <laughs> And it's so undersung. Yeah, it's one of those I've always amazed, you know, when they do like the best doves. I'm like, but where's that Nick Cage baby (laughs) skin? Yeah, it's so funny. That's so funny you say that, Josh, because I think about that all the time just with people meeting people and learning their names, where I just instantly assume their whole life story based on their name. Oh, yeah. You know? It's like, I think so much about it. We were talking recently, actually, we were with Caitlin's family friends, and I said the name of a kid who lived in my oh, hometown. No, you were my brother and my sister. Yeah. Um, and it was as if I had revealed my entire childhood I'm- to them. Yeah. With this one name, you painted this, like, yuppie Connecticut, like, lacrosse <laughs> player, and mm-hmm. it was, and was that's it? who he was. Yeah, it's true. Is it Preston Weatherby? I mean, was. You know him, too. <laughs> Basically. I, Trent I, is a good one. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I should say his no, name for fear. No, don't no, say no, no. Protect his identity. His father will have me killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't ask for any part of this. Lord <laughs> Romney. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Polo Golf. I will say Glove Romney. <laughs> Glove Romney? Yeah. It's That's like definitely a, uh, almost his name. Glove <laughs> yeah. Romney. Yeah. It's I'm funny written. to think this that that would be Glove. more ridiculous than his actual name. <laughs> it's like did you say glover nope just glove just glove just it's glove. glove romney um well i think that's very interesting is there anything that you are doing that you're um that you think no one else is doing for their wedding <laughs> well maybe they don't want to blow the surprise oh yeah that's true we don't have to blow the surprise like because <laughs> I, I also think and you know tell me you guys are both very funny and you're both very creative and I assume that some people have been like, well, I mean, you're going to do, you know, something crazy, right? Did you guys write your own vows? 
we are going to. (laughs) I am like pretty firmly in the middle of the process. I have not started. <laughs> we are oh, going we to. We have to get his wedding ring, too. That's yeah, a, I need that's a, Yeah. But that's not a unique thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I tried to buy. Evan didn't want a wedding ring for the ceremony. Um, like he just had this weird thing that he had like fat fingers or something. Like Evan has body dysmorphia only in his fingers. Only in my hands. <laughs> yes. Um, I have little hands. You have little hands? Yeah. Me too. Yeah, you kind of do too. Yeah. yeah. I have little chubby hands. I have tiny hands and like my wedding ring looks like a toe ring. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. <laughs> but Evan decided in the last couple of months that he did want a wedding ring. So I tried to get him one for Valentine's Day and I failed because he said it was too shiny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it turns out I'm, <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm very picky when it comes to this. Yeah. But I put it on and I just felt like oh, a bunch of crows are going to attack my hands. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like you immediately Josh like embodied came- this character that was not like you're like, hey, look, like who am I? This guy? Oh, I got a wedding. <laughs> I'm like, I I don't know how it had escaped my attention, but Josh just told me about this website that had been targeting him heavily on on the internet on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah, so I'm getting targeted ads for this website called Manly Bands. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> wedding rings for dudes, which is Fifty percent of all wedding rings forever. Are they camouflage? They're it's like that bad. It's like that level of ridiculous. I imagine they're made out of like Goodyear tires and like. like one looks like a tire. It's called the Mad Max. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I swear to God, that's not a joke. That's sponsors of today's episode. Man, there's one called, there's one called the DJ. It's got like an iridescent blue layer of it. It's like oh, really man. wild. So, which one did you land on? Yeah. Oh, I got the pimp daddy. Uh, <laughs> the guy Fieri. Pinky. Yeah, you were under Pinky. <laughs> and uh, no, oh, it's I have to kiss it. That's not one. That's a fake one. I, but it's it is like as plausible. They're all called like the CEO or like the MVP. Oh God. Yeah, and it's like it's like wedding rings that you take off when you sleep with your secretary. <laughs> That's like what they should go with. Yeah, they're like easy on, easy off. Oh. Right. <laughs> It's like the wedding ring for when your marriage is definitely ending in divorce. Oh. Wedding ring first marriage. <laughs> well, Josh, you're probably like me in that you're a huge jewelry guy. Yes. No, but that's, I, I'm with you. I never, I barely wear a watch. Um, I don't, I never wear jewelry of any kind. Yeah. It's been, it's been a difficult non-transition I've had to make. Well, I haven't I never yet. wore jewelry anyway, and I dealt with it. <laughs> yeah, but it's, I don't yeah. know. I do wonder if um, the male wedding ring will become more and more extravagant. Wait, based on what? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like in the way that people there, it was more traditional at one point to like give your significant other your name. And now a lot of people don't do that anymore. I wonder if there'll be a, a balancing gender wise of like less diamonds for women or like men's rings will start to kind of be more sparkly and fancy. Well, I, when I was trying to find you one the other day uh, or the other month, I, I was shocked at how fancy some men's wedding bands really are. Interesting. I'm I'm very afraid, additionally, of that Jimmy Fallon thing happening. Yeah, oh, my totally. God. It has a medical name, and I'm glad that I can't think of it right yeah, now. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It, like, makes me shudder. Like, the way you shuddered, that's how I feel even just thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like... I'm like, oh, I'm I'm so clumsy. I'm gonna have to be extra careful with my stupid I, hands. I did not appreciate the uh, social conversation that started after that of no. everyone casually just being like, "And it's more common than you think." And I'm they like, did. No. They did too much comedy about that yeah. with with him. It should have been taken more seriously. Oh, yeah, just you should be doing PSAs every day. Yeah, yeah. less games about how you uh, pulled your fingers back or whatever. I'm Jimmy Fallon here to talk about finger safety (laughs) exactly by slapping this fish into a celebrity (laughs) sorry this is just my Fallon hot take about uh, the gamification of late night oh brother anyway that's not what we're here to talk about no (laughs) Um, can I ask uh, how did you guys get engaged oh so there's a very. I, I wanted very you to just say story. we did it. <laughs> there's a very long story that you that, can hear on Josh's album. It's called like, Physical Whisper. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> but hold on. That what I didn't realize was that like it the long story is very charming. The short story is it's like weird horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> Just like upsetting people think I should I don't deserve love when I tell it. Oh no. So you're gonna give us the short version, right? Yeah. So we were on vacation in, in Philadelphia. It was our two year of dating anniversary and I had my grandmother's ring and we were back at the hotel after dinner because I think public proposals are like uh tacky and heinous. And we had just eaten a lot of steak, we so I was tired. Steak. Yeah, she was real sleepy. So <laughs> I, you got, you got I the sleep. <laughs> and um and so and i so we were dancing we were having like a little dance around the hotel room and then i i pocketed the ring and i changed the song to caress me down by sublime <laughs> and then i proposed so that's and the short that version i'm myself. glad i know the long one <laughs> yeah but it's like it's like an unbearably bad story if you don't know that there's a preamble with that song being like a thing from our relationship. I was like, this will be funny. And then people go, how did you propose? And I'll be like, oh, like a juggalo. <laughs> I sprayed Fago grape in the room and then just did it. Mm -hmm. oh it was my, my grandmother's bottle of Fago that she was saving. <laughs> she, she was saving it from my wedding, but she died. And oh. so I used it proposal oh. maris when you heard this song did you know it was going down yeah That's yeah so and, it, and and you know i had sat in the audience as he was telling the story of this song so i sort of knew the script of how it was gonna go down yeah. a little bit and, and it was great it was still it was still an excellent surprise and i did cry um, which is maybe not the you first cried. time a lady cried to Sublime, but yeah, but probably the nicest way. Yeah, the nicest way. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. So many ladies crying to Sublime over the years. Yeah, and I think you guys should encourage people if they want to hear the full story, they should have to listen to your album. Definitely. Yeah. Which you should just listen to anyway, anyway because it's a great, great album. It's great. I appreciate that. Yes. The um, I normally <laughs> when women cry to Sublime, it's like Mike forgot to pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> me and the new baby up at the hospital yeah <laughs> um busy we were laughing so hard because busy gave us like the most intense look of like like a disapproving school mom basically yeah. she knows we're talking about sublime <laughs> she just winked she at me sublime. <laughs> she's like not those guys again <laughs> i've heard this story so much mom and dad yeah are you guys um uh, pug parents in that way? Like, do you <laughs> call yourselves mom and dad with the pug? Not really. I call Maris mother, and I won't <laughs> one on one dinner or meetings with uh, women. Yeah, but that's Busy's uh, doing, of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was Busy's suggestion. <laughs> busy is very conservative. <laughs> she is very conservative. She's wearing a little suit right now. With great respect, it's very uh, smart. We, I think, we consider like I always vacillate because I think having a pet. I'd never really had a pet as an adult before, and like so, owner feels uh, <laughs> weird. Feels so weird. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I usually say like we are the caregivers to a senior pet. <laughs> oh, she's a senior too. Oh my yeah, God. she's a, she's gonna turn ten. Pretty soon. In June. In June. When's her birthday? My birthday's in June, too. <laughs> you think uh, it's a joint party? Yeah. That's what yeah. I was thinking. She shares a birthday with Michael J. Fox. Oh. Nice. That, that's going to be a fun party. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be sick. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we are now in that stage where if we mention potentially getting a dog, um, uh, Caitlin's mother gets very sad. Because she thinks that that's like going to put off grandchildren or something. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah. Everyone always talks to us like, ooh, like practicing for grandchildren. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I feel like if we had gotten a dog, like right when we got, no, either way, my mom's just like, grandkids, grandkids, skip the fur baby, <laughs> right to the real baby. Yeah. The fur baby thing I, always has disturbed me. Yeah. <laughs> I think my term? parents wish that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they wish. I don't think they were like, get rid of your dog. 
Yeah, it's not an either-or scenario, which is what I keep trying to explain to my mother-in-law. But my my dad just loves babies so much. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, my dad does too. Yeah. Busy loves him so much. Busy loves my dad. <laughs> and my dad is tolerant and pleasant to Busy. Towards busy. <laughs> I feel like dogs always love the person who is just totally tolerant of them. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> I it's have- very my dad has had dogs because my mom loves dogs but he too is my dad interacts with a dog like a co-worker kind of <laughs> you know it's like polite yeah he's small like talk oh hello you know like oh you booked the living room I, I we must have double booked the living room like watching my dad pet <laughs> a dog is just an exercise in uncomfortableness my my dad's similar it's like it's like you would um it's the way you like talk to or interact with like someone else's drunk significant other <laughs> like, pats on the head. Like this will be okay. We're going to get through this. Yeah. And he, the whole time he's looking around like, who's going to collect this? Yeah, person? Exactly. yeah. Yeah. There's no wrong way to pet a dog except for how my dad does it. Yeah. <laughs> somehow it's a great bumper sticker, honey. Somehow he just is too nervous or something about it. He doesn't trust himself enough. Just petting a dog like his stepson just lost a little league game. <laughs> Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, guys, this seems like the perfect time to really just jump in to our lightning round here to ask you some really hard hitting questions about your relationship. We've learned perfect. so much Great. about you uh, already. Your love of Sublime, <laughs> your <laughs> ownership, your dominion over a senior pug. <laughs> mm-hmm. We dominate that pug. <laughs> Uh, so these, these, yes. uh, hun, do you want to do your theme song to the lightning round? Oh no, I haven't done it in so long. All right. It's the lightning round. Very good. It's not great. Um, yes, that was the kind of drop you can be expecting from, <laughs> from DJ, DJ Gaza. It's DJ Gaza. Uh, cool. So these, we will kind of, um, maybe half answer these ourselves as well to give you a little bit of time in case okay. you cannot come up with an answer right off the bat. Um, So what was your most ridiculous recent fight? And this is an interesting question, I think, because I have a hard time imagining either of you, you're both so nice, uh, fighting with each other. Nah, that just means they fight viciously behind closed doors. (laughs) I I had a, a, no, I, I know what it was, and it wasn't even really a fight. I was just too snappy with Maris in a way that I regretted immediately. We were... Do you remember what yeah, it was? Yeah, uh, we were in a car yeah. on the way to the Writers Guild Awards. Yeah. Um, and you you understand, obviously, knowing Josh, that like him being snappy at me for three seconds, was I was like, holy shit, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. I, and I forget what it was. It was like something, I just said like a regular sentence, like an asshole though. Like, <laughs> it was, like, I think it was... You know, like the direct where like Maris said something like totally reasonable and helpful. Like, what if we turned down this street to the guy that was driving us from my office? And I was like, I, I mean, it was like as simple as like, that's not going to help. <laughs> and I like record scratch. I felt real bad about it. Yeah, that's Andrew <laughs> Josh Clay. That's you just going like crazy. Well, I think we relate to that because like, when you're not a seasoned couple that fights, you know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. the small things are like, oh God. Like, I, I know yeah. what it's like to place a hard sentence. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And it was, um, it and I knew immediately, I was, like I knew before I said that I was wrong and I knew while I was saying it I was wrong and I knew after I said that I was wrong. <laughs> oh to, man, that's the worst. You can't even enjoy the fight. Like you no, even think you're right for a second. There was no righteousness. I was just, I was stressed to a degree that was like not commensurate with the situation. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what it was. That's what it was. I was like very stressed out. And Mara said, very like gently was like, it'll be okay. You can like relax. And I was like, well, that doesn't help. Oh, I think you grabbed your arm. I think that's what did it. No, was it? I don't think that, I don't know if that's what I was responding to. I just remember you said like, it's okay. Like you can, you calm down. and i was just like that doesn't help (laughs) i did something similar to evan yesterday where uh i i don't i can't remember exactly how you phrased it but 
I kind of came into the apartment after work and I was like already riled up and he said a couple of things and I snapped right back at him and he was like, Hey, you came in a little hot tonight. And I was like, I didn't yell at enough people at work tonight. So I'm <laughs> yelling at you. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to be there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, do some venting, do some yelling. Sometimes you don't get to yell at enough people at work. I know you got to hit your quota. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> And you guys both have stressful jobs. So I imagine you come home and you just, you know, you get to say all the things you didn't get to say at work. I get to speak pretty freely at work, which is, <laughs> there's like, it's like a very, I, my previous office, I mean, not office, but my previous full-time employment experience was preschool where like, it was very, there are a lot of limits on what you, it's not a very free speech place. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have trouble breaking like habits that you picked up while at preschool? Like I absolutely. Did the, yeah, what were some of those? Oh, there's um the big one that like sticks out all the time is stuff I say to Busy because I talk to her sometimes like a child. Yes. She'll say things like that I picked up from other teachers, like she'll be barking and I'll go, No, thank you, Busy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Evan's gonna start doing that to me now. Oh yeah. Well, at least to our kids. I didn't know that was an option. It's very funny. It's like, my, I, I forget what teacher I worked with, but it's just like such a, it's like such a sweet way to be like, shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. To be completely dismissive. No, thank you. That's <laughs> hilarious. Um, this is a, a good lightning round question for you guys. It might be hard to answer though, which is what do you think is like your weirdest inside joke? And obviously you guys already told us about busy songs. So that's usually one for. Oh, you know, I have a, I have a good one. What's yours? You go first. So we do these voices yes. that are like, yeah. it sounds it sounds like we're doing baby talk to the untrained ear, but it's like the, <laughs> it's an, uh, like a mutation of this chef character that we would do. <laughs> and it's just like a chef who says everything like it's an Italian delicacy. So the first one is like, I present to you a peanut butter gel. <laughs> So like everything is that guy. Like we do that voice like all the time, like in public and stuff. And it's yeah. just like really, it's like it's very uh, dumb and like it's a super broad voice. So it's not like an accurate Italian voice I, at all. I love your word mutation because that is so accurate when you describe couple <laughs> jokes. Because it's like it started 15 years ago. Yeah, and it's evolved. Yeah. yeah. It's like you played a game of telephone back and forth with just each other. Yes. But then so that even now other say, people are subjected to it. So, yeah, that's what we do. You, we get home and it's like, how you do? <laughs> <laughs> it's that guy. But, like, instead of preparing peanut butter and jelly, he's, like, asking how your day was. Well, we have a similar one. I, I have a terrible stomach. I have stomach problems all the time. And Evan and I, Evan will talk to my stomach and he'll go, get together, Stommy. Yeah. <laughs> kind, of, kind of a... Uh, I don't even know how to describe the voice. But kind of a Borat-y doctor. Together, a Dr. Nick type. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. What do you do, Stommy? Get, get it together. together. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably the That's kind of healthcare that I could afford. <laughs> yes. It's the kind of doctor. It's almost like Ren from Ren and Stimpy. Yes, it is a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, that, that is great. My dad and I still, from time to time, will do the voice, the um, Jerry's voice for his girlfriend's stomach. Oh, from of course. Yeah. La, la, la. <laughs> I wish my stomach sounded like that. La, yeah. la, la, la. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Like, we'll do that. Like, when I come to visit, I'll let myself into my parents' house, and one of us will just go, hello! That sounds like a joyful household. <laughs> Very fun. And that, I, that episode, it's, like, the best ending, too, because he's yelling that because Kramer's dropping the ball of oil out the window. That's and right. And he's yelling. She thinks he's doing the voice. Oh, right. <laughs> it's so great. Someday, you know, you'll have uh, when we have our according to Jim esque sitcom. Oh yeah, <laughs> we can have our uh, our stummy dream, in there. Dream big, dream Wait. big. Um, let's see. I'm I'm looking through our lightning round cards here. <laughs> our Rolodex. That's of right. Questions. Um, 
<clears throat> is there a surprising thing that people might not know about your partner? Yeah, this is where we like reveal each other's dirt. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> huh. That's a tough one. That's a good question. Oh, yeah. What is it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Josh wants to know too. Josh has, I think if you listen to his comedy, you might catch this, but I think what people don't know a lot of is that he like, he can get freaked out pretty easily from like television shows or movies oh, or yeah. books. I'm very squeamish. He's squeamish. So we went to see Gone Girl together in the theater and Neil Patrick Harris was getting murdered. Josh was like, I'm going to the bathroom. And then I couldn't find him for the rest of the movie. Because my phone died. And so I found him sitting on the ground outside the theater. Well, because there's not a lot of good places to sit outside the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it, was, it was indoors. It was just like on the floor of the like Lowe's cinemas. Yeah, and yeah. So I went and bought him a water and, and a pretzel because I didn't know like if his oh. blood was low. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I feel that way about space. When I watch movies or television yeah. shows that take place in space, I'm like, I don't like oh, this. We had a recent moment where you saw the trailer for something. <laughs> it was that movie Life. Yeah, there's this movie Life. Have oh, you yeah. guys yeah. seen the trailer for that? So we so watched the trailer for this. Caitlin's like, I want to see that. <laughs> and then I was like, what are you talking about? It's about one, space, your biggest fear. And two, like a monster in space. And you were like, oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I only saw the cute boys in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you saw Jake Gyllenhaal, and you were yeah. like, "Yeah, I'll see that." And I was like, "Did you watch anything around Jake Gyllenhaal?" The answer is no. <laughs> I mean, he it would be fun to watch him uh, scream in space. He is very cute. But what about you, Josh? You got any secrets for us? I can't think of any good ones on Maris. Um, I feel like she's very uh, her public persona is very much like what she is like. Um, yeah, this would be, I mean, like this is like <laughs> bombshell time where it's like Maris doesn't know how to read. Oh, yeah, that would be amazing. All if I could books. break this on, that on this podcast, <laughs> oh boy, listens would be through the roof. <laughs> um, I would say people know that Maris is funny, but she's like even funnier than people think. That's a good one. Oh, I like nice. that one. Um, but Busy's being the comedic uh, genius now because she's reverse sneezing, oh, which oh, dogs do. My dog does that too, and she's also she's a, a senior Boston Terrier. Oh, yeah, she's very cute and old and dumb, and I miss her all the time. Yeah, she's my family dog. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, so this is our this is our question that like speaking of sweet, this is like our sweet question that we usually end the lightning round with, which is, um, uh, can you think of a moment, uh, it can be recently or uh, it can just be an overall kind of thing where you looked at your partner and you thought, oh, this is why I uh, am marrying this person. Like, this is why I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so I was gonna say, this should be easy for uh, both of you, but I feel like Josh just has these in the chamber ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> so last night we went to see Groundhog Day the musical, yes. and Maris took me as a gift. I, it was a birthday present. Yeah, it was your present? birthday present. So um, those things come close together, so I sometimes forget which is which. But it was a birthday present, and we went to see it, and we were we were waiting for the play to start, and Maris said, "Do you think <laughs> Do you think that the groundhog is going to be a real groundhog?" <laughs> I said. I don't know. Do you th does that would that be better or worse? And she goes, uh, "What kind of fucking question is that?" Better. <laughs> yeah, better. And I was like, I like laughed so hard, like it, like I laughed in a way that like echoed through the theater pre-show, and it just like really, I made me so happy. I love that answer. It would be better. Totally, it would be better. Um, and also Groundhog Day the, the musical excellent. was wonderful. Yes, good plug. Tim uh, Tim Minchin wrote the music Minchin. for that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, can't wait. He tweeted. I was very flattered. 
I tweeted about how good it was, and then he retweeted my tweet. Ooh. So did you DM him, and now you're going to get married to Tim Minchin? <laughs> He's going to write us a wedding hashtag song. Oh, you're so cool. lucky. Oh. That would be amazing. Yeah, it's really, it was really good. It was like, it was a premise. The play, I was like, I love Groundhog Day. So the ceiling for this is very high. Yes. But also, if lesser people were involved, you'd be like, oh, they're just like, it's the same day again and again. <laughs> and right, the same exactly. song to go with the same day. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I'm Bill Murray. She's Andy McDowell. <laughs> Play it in the snow 25 times. Yeah. The new yeah. Hamilton. <laughs> so, but it was great. Anyway. It was excellent. Um, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. No, but she's behaving like a, a well-behaved four-year-old now. Oh. Um. And and so speaking of her, I would say that my my moment is usually every morning at about seven forty-five, our alarm goes off at about eight. But at about seven forty-five, Busy gets up and starts like looking for a snuggle. Aww. And we spend a good fifteen minutes every morning um with Busy on one of our bellies and all three of us just rubbing up on each other. And um it's like the moment of the day when I know there is just sheer joy and nothing else. Oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> well, you've uh, you've officially done what always needs to happen to end the podcast, which is my wife is getting slightly teary eyed, <laughs> and I want to be a part of your relationship. So that's how you guys know. Mm -hmm. Um, but thank you guys so much for, for coming on the podcast. And we're so excited. Uh, your wedding sounds like it's going to be very low key and very awesome. <laughs> very chill. Very chill. I can't wait to follow your non Pinterest boards. Like I'm going <laughs> to seek them out. I will follow them. Well, kind thanks of... again, guys. Do you have anything you'd like to plug on our podcast? I don't. You should... Do you say book of month? Well, yeah. Oh, Josh is giving me podcast advice. Mm. Um, Book of the Month Club, it, it's great. Choose between five books each month, all of them hand-selected by great judges, including me. Um, reading, I'm going to plug reading in general. Yeah, do it. <laughs> great. Um, I'm, I guess, like, finger safety is something <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, Hi, I'm, I don't, foremost. I'm Josh Gondelman, and I'm here to talk to you about finger safety. <laughs> I'm here safety. to talk to Jimmy Fallon about <laughs> finger safety. Josh, I feel like you're going to be the person who designs the first, like, fail-safe ring, and it'll be sold on manlybands.com. Mm -hmm. Nice. <laughs> uh, I, my uh, Gondelman X Manly Bands collab is going to be hot. Um, I would like to plug I, – I mean – I guess watch last week tonight with John Oliver so I can continue to have a job. Yeah. And most consistently lately, I've been at the comedy cellar in the, performing there. Uh, Cause I don't get to go on the road very much, but I'm there frequently. So if you want to come see me tell jokes, mostly about my pug. <laughs> and maybe hear the rest of that caress me down story. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Have they been nice to you over there? Yeah. It's really lovely. It's like a oh, good, it's been a very wonderful experience and That's I've been awesome. in for like just under a year and everyone has been like super kind and it's just like a magical comedy club. Oh, that's wow. the best. We'll have yeah. to come check you out soon. Yeah. Yeah. Be great. Well, thanks guys. This is our little uh, wrap up thing for plugs here at the end. Uh, we only have one episode of I this know. podcast left. And then yeah. you guys get to take it over. <laughs> <laughs> that's right you can have podcast roberts <laughs> exactly yeah we'll we'll send you the microphones in the mail it'll yep. be great perfect um but if you uh want to continue to uh follow along with the paper year for our final episode you can follow along on twitter at the paper year or at evan kaufman or at caitlin Keene. yeah and, and if you, you guys can... want to send any uh questions uh 
please do send them and we'll uh, answer them on our final episode. Any wrap up questions you guys want to hear. That's right. Any questions about our marriage? Any questions about marriage in general? Yeah, tweet them at us. Yeah. Um, and you can send those emails to thepaperyear at gmail.com or you can go to our website, thepaperyear.com, which speaking of Andy McDowell. Oh, that bitch. Andy McDowell is doing a movie called The Paper Year. Yeah, and if you want that .com, baby, you got to pry from my cold, dead hands. Come at me, Andy. Maybe maybe you could squat on it, and Andy McDowell will pay you like a whole bunch of money, and it will be like... give me that McDowell dough. As long as they don't figure out uh, that thepaperyearmovie.com is available. Shut up, Evan, shut up. (laughs) I think we we might be in the money. Um, Our theme song was written by Avi Lasser and Garrett Overcash. You can check out more of their work at avantiproductions.com. And our podcast art is by Carly Minardo. And guys, would it be too much to uh, sing us out with a classic busy jam? Oh, yeah, fat boys. No, you go. Okay. I'll follow along. Um, Oh, gosh. Okay, well, this is the easy one. Busy, 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 busy can't you? <laughs> Sometimes your snores just hypnotize me. <laughs> Thank you guys so That's much. Great, guys. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you.